the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Friday. Woohoo! TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday. I'm glad that it is Friday. I'm ready for the weekend. Don't know about the rest of you. It's supposed to be sunny and hot. As I told you, I spent the first 27 years of my life living outside of Chicago in northwest Indiana. I'm still thawing, and I'm liking the heat. A lot of people around the south don't like the heat. I like the heat. I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. Have and always will, I do believe. Let's start it off uh, with some folks from the uh, RNC. Uh, we've got Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff with us, retired U.S. Marine. You never retire as a Marine, Jesse. You can't put that on there. Oh, I have to say it so they don't think I'm representing the United States Marine Corps while I'm on active duty, which would not allow me to talk to you. No, okay. <laughs> I, well, I, I used to be Air Force. That I, yeah, yeah I, I, they set me free, and boy, my mouth hasn't stopped since. Well, you know, I'm kind of feeling like I was I was Air Force, but I'm kind of, with the way Iran's acting, I'm kind of feeling like I need to go down to the recruiter again. What about you? Uh, I'm, I'm not really as concerned. I feel that the president has managed to strong-arm them in multiple ways, that the sanctions have really worked. The European allies that have uh, been a little wishy-washy know what side their bread is buttered on. If they want to do business with Iran, so be it, but it will sever all business with the United States. They know that they have to comply with the United States because the United States has the the ability to ensure that they're protected in case of war. They also ensure that they have a a robust economy economically. So, you know, they have no advantage with uh, doing business with Iran. And they're they're burying their heads like Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said multiple times. You're burying your heads until the nuclear bomb is being dropped on you. Mm. Boy, ain't that the truth. That That is a lot of truth in what you just said. Uh, and it's not the first time they've done it. He made reference to the 1930s. He essentially said this isn't the first time you all have done that. You know, they ignored Hitler. They had thought that, you know, we're going to get peace. We're going to keep being nice. You know, the compliance that people have continually done with those who have no good intentions has always enabled those with no good intentions to pursue their misdeeds. All right, with us, retired gunnery sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. She is a member of the Trump 2020 Advisory Board, and she's joining us for about 15 minutes. You're also part of the Women for Trump. You uh, just launched that a few days ago. Uh, Your group did explain what it's all about. Oh, we're excited. So welcome to talking to somebody who is actually the real squad. (laughs) We are the real squad. Women for Trump is essentially every woman out there. We represent the audience. I am those women that represent and want the president reelected. So ever since his campaign kicked off a couple of months ago, 50 percent of the donations or more have been from women that they even in their first campaign, It was only maybe 25, 35%. So they're already at 50% women, which tells you women are on board. 56% of the new jobs that 
they have in this in this administration that have happened under this administration have been for women. Six hundred thousand women are out of poverty under this administration, meaning not on food stamps or uh, federal assistance. So you're looking at women seeing that their families are better off under this administration. And every election is determined by women because women tend to be actually more involved in wanting their stability for their family, their financial future, because they're the ones that have to balance that budget at the end of the day normally to take care of the children, the husband, the books, the clothing, the, the household items. I'm not saying every woman, there's many men who contribute on those levels, but traditionally many of the women are the ones that have to decide, do I buy new shoes for the kids or do we get steak tonight? Yeah, you're right on money about that. You want, you want to know, I, I go out and earn the money. It goes in the bank. You know who pays the money out for the bills? It ain't me. Yep, and if you run out, then you're looking at your wife going, what in the heck did you buy? That's exactly right. <laughs> That's what I asked her. You didn't follow the budget, did you? Uh-uh, no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, didn't we have that conversation, honey, that you would not buy shoes over <laughs> on meals? <laughs> Absol- absolutely. Hey, listen, uh, the, the president just had a rally the other night, the send her back chant, the president's disavowed that, but... That doesn't bother me as much as people like uh, Zerlina Maxwell. Did you hear what she said about the rally? Oh, I'd love to hear you repeat it. Well, I don't have to repeat it. Here she is talking about it. Zerlina, what about the Democratic response? Because they've Mm. talked a lot that the argument has been made. But yesterday when they had a chance to vote to move forward on impeachment, they didn't do it. Politico writes, the toxic relationship between Trump and the opposition party continues to hit new lows. But that's not stopping Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her party from working with him to avert fiscal calamity and maybe even greenlight his signature trade deal later this fall. Are the Democrats doing what they should be doing? Is it okay just to say something but not do something? Look, I was pretty disappointed yesterday, not not because I think that, you know, we should impeach this president in this moment. It's because, you know, to vote and say that those tweets are racist and wrong, that's an easy vote. That should be an easy vote. And I think that, you know, for, for us not to even have a debate about it, that actually is a reflection of this moment in this country where we're so uncomfortable with completely and totally unabashed racism that we can't even have a dialogue on the House floor about whether or not that's okay, um, embodied by the president each and every day. And going back to Monday, um, you know, some I think folks misheard or misunderstood what those four congressmen were saying on Monday. Ilhan quoted from our founding documents. She said that we should live up to an ideal that all men are created equal. That was similar to the remarks that President Obama made at the foot of the Edmund Pettus Bridge in 2015 on the 50th anniversary of Bloody Sunday. My aunt, Mark in Selma and hid from the Ku Klux Klan at 17 years old. So this is all very visceral for me. When I see that rally, that looks like a Klan rally to me. That looks all right, like a Klan stop rally. Stop it right there. There you, there you go. All right. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, a Klan she, rally. She, she sure likes to, yeah, she likes to talk a lot without saying anything. So now she's translating <laughs> what Ilan Omar really meant. Now she's telling us that it's personal to her because of an experience she went through. Okay, that's all nice. 
But now you are inflating emotion into this policy or this administration or into actions. This is nonsense. Get your emotions out of it. What he stated to Ilan Omar was very clear. She came to this country by the pure grace of this country not being racist, allowing her family to come here. And God bless America. We are a nation of immigrants, but we also seek legal immigrants. Mm -hmm. And for her to spit in the eye of Americans, where she has ultimately always aligned herself with the wrong side, she's aligned herself with Erdogan, the president of Turkey, who has no best, no interest in the United States. She has a aligned herself with the Muslim Brotherhood. She has aligned herself with care. She has made flagrant comments that were derogatory towards the military that served in Somalia. I have friends that went to Somalia on a humanitarian mission to ensure that people were not starving to death by the very reasons that her family had to leave the country. Mm -hmm. My goodness, lady, you can criticize this country, but when you make arguments that are anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, pro-Palestine, and fail to even call out al-Qaeda, ISIS members, or even call out Antifa that committed terrorist acts. I'm sorry, you are projecting an image that is derogatory, negative, and does no benefit for the Democratic Party. I will say that. And all you're doing is helping Trump win in 2020. We've been called bigots, racists, Nazis, homophobes, Islamophobes, fascists, and every other name in the book, Russian bots. And yet they're upset that Trump said then she can go back to where she came from. I'm sorry, that may just mean Minnesota, people. What What is this? Now words don't matter. I got to get slung arrows and name called for the last two and a half years. I got to be called a racist. No, this ain't going to, you're not going to get an apology from me because we've gotten none from the Hillary Clinton campaign and every anti-never Trumper person out there who has degraded us to a level that we're fed up. And guess what? When we're fed up, we swing back. And that's why we elected President Trump. And that's why we will reelect President Trump. Do you see that his uh, positives today says that he will be reelected? Oh, I'm confident he will. Yeah. When you look at the Me economy, too. when you yeah, when you look at how the women in this country who are tired of people like Ilan Omar trying to represent them, calling everybody else a racist, the squad, the squad are all women in color. Well, where are Caucasian women if they're so united and not racist themselves? They call Nancy Pelosi a racist and then do a 180 and call President Trump a racist. Why? Because they cannot stand up to the arguments that are being presented against them. They know they're creating chaos. They love it. They love the attention. Honestly, Ilan Omar, please stay in office as long as you can because all you're doing is enabling the Democratic Party to surround you and look like the fools that they are. You're making the Democrats have to defend you, and what they have to defend is pretty reprehensible. Her terrorist ties alone, her faulty marriage that we are now starting to hear about, potentially with her own brother, and the fraudulent uh, activity that she herself has committed. Go ahead, Democrats, surround her. And I dare you to call people like me a racist who served 20 years in this United States Marine Corps, who served with women and men of all colors, nationalities, creeds, and color. All we care about is do you love this country? Are you willing to defend this country?
Are you willing to stand up for this country? No other Democrats talk with the rhetoric of AOC, Ilan Omar, Presley, and Rashid Tlaib. Rashid Tlaib actually came, her family came here from Palestine and actually was sworn in wearing a Palestinian garment. She essentially was saying, I'm more loyal to Palestinians than I am to Americans. I'm sorry. Too many people struggle to come to this country. Everybody on, who's listening to this radio show who's in the United States legally or a U.S. citizen has a tough story to tell how their family got here. And we worship and relish the fact that we are able to come to a God-loving country like the United States of America. Now, I'll tell you what, start off my day every morning, prayers with my wife, and we thank the Lord for putting us here and not somewhere else. I'll be honest with oh, you. Oh, yes. Because I, I won the lottery of life. I was born in the United States of America, to be honest. Exactly. My father has always said that. He said it is it is actually so miraculous to be born here. So many, you have no choice where you will be born. And the fact that I was born here and my parents were not immigrants. My grandparents were not immigrants, but my great-grandparents were. And their journeys were hard, arduous, and nothing came easy for them. And I'm the first generation that went into college. So it took many, many years to come out of the struggles that many families have had. And I'm not going to diminish anybody else's struggles, but the bulk of this country struggled on so many levels to make it to where their children can now go to college. They can live in homes with more than one bathroom. And we have two car households. That is, that's something unheard of in my grandmother's generation. My grandmother couldn't even read or write. She spoke French till she was 35. I mean, this is really an, an, a miracle for me that God has blessed me with this freedom, and I will go out there and defend it. And Ilan Omar, you could have come on board and shown us how exceptional you are as a U.S. citizen, but every single time you blame this country, she's blamed us for what's happened in Venezuela. She has blamed us and despised us for a relationship with Israel. She is sponsoring a bill so that they can be sanctioned. She has supported every group that has been anti-American. And that, for me, is shocking. An ISIS terrorist she was trying to defend in a trial in Minneapolis. And she also tried to vote against an amendment that wouldn't allow people to collect on life insurance from terrorist attacks. She was one of two in Minnesota that voted against that bill. So I'm just sitting back thinking, what part of this don't you understand? If you don't want people to dislike you because of your faith, don't parade your faith around as in disliking us. Jesse Jane Duff, retired gunnery sergeant, U.S. Marine Corps, 20 years. 20 years she she defended the flag of this country. She's on the Trump 2020 advisory board. They got a good one here and uh, with women for Trump. Thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. We'll have you back Thank on. Thank you. Talk to you Please later do. now. Please mm-hmm. do. Anytime. I'll always bring some energy. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. Jesse Jane Duff. Got to get a break when we come back. Got the uh, vice president's speech from the other day talking about religious freedom. And you'll only hear it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.